0: <laughs> hey guys what's going on welcome to today's show we are talking about dexter the new blood and to do that i have uh, a friend with me vj horton um you may know him from previous uh tv discussions we've done here on the channel i think we spoke about uh cobra kai and Vikings, or maybe, yeah, 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 it was Cobra Kai and Vikings. Well, I have brought him back. He, 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 uh, he gobbles up TV the way I do, and we have similar tastes. So I'm, I, I said, hey, why don't you come back and we'll discuss, uh, Dexter? So here he is. I'm gonna pop him in. What's going on? How are you? Hey, hi, guys. Great, great to be here. Glad to have you. Um, so you, so let's just, let's just dive right into it. You are Dexter, wrapped up. Um, a little while ago i had mm-hmm. kind of been sleep i was watching week by week and then uh my wife fell out of it we used to watch dexter together and she was just not into it so i was waiting for her and i committed um serial tv uh infidelity which is uh uh you know amongst couples you can not you know if you're watching with a show and then you go behind their back and watch it without them it's a huge mm. yeah it's a huge mm. faux pas but i told her i said look i'm doing this you're, you're you're out of it we've let like four weeks go by five weeks go by the show the the show is finished up now i'm just going to finish it out so i did <laughs> and um uh so it's nice to bit. you know that's the that's the problem is you can you can wait or you can watch it week to week and you know i will say there is something to watching it week to week because like a a serialized show because it gives you something to look forward to on sunday or whatever the day is and it's like that little that little uh pick me up during the week and uh that's a nice tonic you know that's a nice little little something something uh as opposed to just being a, a a greedy gus and gobbling the whole uh, series in a, in a day and a half. So I don't know. What do you, what do you prefer to you?
1: Yeah. Um, I, you know, I like either, I, I think there are certain shows that are, that by design are better to watch week to week. And I would say Dexter actually falls into that category. And there are shows that are made to be binged, you know, like a, a binge show. If, uh, there's one on right now with uh, Jeremy Renner called a uh, mayor of Kingstown. Uh, okay. the dude that did Yellowstone in 1883. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's good. It's really good, but it plays like one long movie. You know, like I, I could, I, I think the best way to watch that show is to binge the first five, then binge the second five, you know, and I would not want to, well, I did have to watch it week to week cause that's how they were putting it out. But the whole time I was like, I just want to bench this cause it was so continuous, but you know, something like say Dexter where yes, it is telling a seasonal arc, but the, the shows are a little more contained. You know, right? I, I find that those to be better week to week, and honestly, I you know just over the past six months, I started watching a lot of like, you know, premium like Showtime shows and HBO shows, and usually those do the weekly model, and I, I really look forward to Sundays now, or at least I yeah. was. Now it's like it seems like they're all gone. <laughs> oh, you
0: got to No, you have to start watching the Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, I I, I
1: I am watching that one.
0: Yes, yes. Well, we'll we'll talk about that in the future as well. Um. Yeah, it's a it's a weird I agree with you. And you know what's interesting too? It's amazing how stu I don't know if this is back in the day or if it's now or whatever, how like you'll look at a movie and be like, oh, that running time is too long. It's three hours, it's two and a half hours. Meanwhile, you could like crap out, you literally could shit out two hours, two 50 minute shows where nothing fucking happens and people will binge them back to back as opposed to a movie where like a thousand things are happening over a two hour run Oh, it's going too long. It's so weird how we've Uh, we've sort of like, when we look at how it's, it's weird how like you look at one thing, one way. And another thing, like for instance, how we eat, we eat pigs, but dogs are pets. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's if if you eat meat, that is, um,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, I, the, what was it? Cobra Kai. I mean, I sat and watched that last season in one setting. I watched what it was 10, epi- 10 half an hour episodes for well, you know. half hours. It's easier. To yeah, do. it is easier. Five hour mini, but, but still that's, that, that's, that's a five hour, yeah. you know, basic, basically a movie, you know, right. in, in a setting, you know, but, you know, minus maybe getting up to eat and stuff. But, you know,
0: that's like, I mean, that's what we love so much. I think about serial watching too. It's like, I have all this content to look forward to. And, you know, yes, it gets in the way of productivity and progress and life in general, but sometimes you just want to check out and dive into this world. And, you know, with with movie theaters sort of like not being very functional right now, it serialized TV has never been better for the average uh, content consumer. Mm. Um, now, now, the first question I want to ask in terms of Dexter mm. is, uh, but well, before we even get there, let me ask you this. Can we both do we both agree that season
1: four was the peak pinnacle of that show? um yes yes i'm okay. for for me it's real cl- i i understand that season four is the uh general c- generally considered to be the peak of the show yeah. i personally and it's just my thing i I, oh. I i enjoyed two i enjoyed two a lot and and like the the promise of two and i just i i don't i i like i think uh what john lithgow was the best villain by far yeah but but i but i was a little more engaged in season two early on like i thought by season four it had started to kind of repeat itself a little bit it was good but it was like i like i felt trinity was basically just a better version of the ice truck killer but it was similar right right um yeah for me season four i mean i liked all
0: i liked season one through three i thought yeah. they were great you know all i have no complaints there but season 4 and yes it's what universally accepted that season 4 is the pinnacle of that show but season 4 is not just the pinnacle of dexter it might be as i remember cuz i haven't seen it since 2009 so it's been yeah, 12 years yeah me neither yeah yeah
1: i should but rewatch it
0: I, I should rewatch it too especially after the the last this is spoilers by the way if you if you have yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. watched <laughs> we're going to spoil Just get out of here. Come back after you've seen it. But um, I it's still even 12 years later. Has it been 12 years? About 12 years, Mm. 13 years, Mm. 13 years later. God, where the fuck does the time go? Um, That season still sticks out to me as just I remember being on the edge of my seat. There's you know, you know, you know, there's when 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 a season of television just fucking kicks Mm -hmm. and it's just it's so hard I to find a you know find that when it like that's what the kind of like the dragon you're chasing when 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 the writing is just so perfect and you literally cannot stop consuming episodes and for me yeah season four was just the ultimate and of course I season four was so good uh, I, I kept returning year after year after year chasing that dragon that is season four. And we just never got it. And the show just slowly um, unravels and frankly, really breaks down. I think of the show, like the point of no return is when um, Dexter gets caught by Deb. I had forgotten about this. Dexter gets caught by Deb doing his little ritual thing. And and Dexter's kind of like a spider. He mm-hmm. wraps everything up in in plastic. He wraps his prey up in plastic, and then he saves it for later. And then he uses a knife to pierce his prey instead of fangs. That's Dexter's yeah. mo kind of. And he I uses a, that. he uses poison to 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 knock out his prey, and then he wraps them up like a spider. Um. When Deb makes the decision to kill her LaGuardia instead of Dexter or instead of arresting Dexter, that's when the show just completely disintegrates into nothingness. <laughs> what,
1: was that before or
0: after she fell in love with him? That was definitely after. And that was okay. also a that, weird.
1: That, that was the shark jump moment for me. I, yeah, like, that, was that, that was so was bad. Uh, that was that like was really general bad. hospital level. like so. Oh, my crap. God. I, I could I, I still to this day can't believe that. Especially when she was sleeping with Dexter's
0: biological brother. Oh Jesus. Yeah, right. I In that too. Season one. So I it's like it's just so weird. And it's weird and sort of you forget that Dexter killed his own brother at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Um uh it, the show just really just unravels bit by bit, and we are left with a ending that is so unsatisfying. Well, first Let me ask you this. Uh What is it that what is it that you love so much about Dexter? What made Dexter so addictive
1: and likable and just what kept what 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 hooked you into the show? So uh, like, I've always liked, uh, anti-hero shows, you know, and Dexter was such uh Michael C hall was so charismatic in it. And, mm-hmm. you know, from episode one, I was like, I was on his side and I was afraid he was going to get caught. And I, I, I did like, I, I feared for the serial killer. Right. And, and I was ready to follow him through, I mean, basically through eight seasons, four good ones and four, you know, not so great. Um, yeah, dude, uh,
0: I would say the same. It's like the the voiceover. It's so interesting how in general, you know, uh, from a from almost like a pretentious film film perspective, whatever yeah, yeah. you want to call it. People will always tell you voiceovers are bad. Yep. Don't do voiceovers. Voiceovers are, are not good storytelling show. Don't tell. But when you have. But there is a there is a time when when voiceover works really well. And that's case in point with Dexter, where, yeah. yes, as you said, here's a serial killer who's kind of a good guy, kind of a vigilante who we are so concerned. We're so afraid that he we don't want him to get caught. We want he's doing good things. We're allowed. You know what it was? It's almost kind of it's almost kind of like the prerequisite for Walter White and Breaking Bad, because yeah you know we're starting we feel bad rooting for walter white because he like literally you know enables the killing of children and all sorts of monstrous horrible things he lets jane die probably the most monstrous thing he did was letting jane die i think out yeah. of all the monstrous yeah. things that he's done he's done a lot um but we were we were made to feel slightly guilty for rooting for walter white we are sort of made to feel not guilty rooting for dexter because he does a good job he's doing a good thing just again like a spider we we like spiders because spiders kill mosquitoes spiders eat mosquitoes which are a plague to society and dexter is like a spider that's that's taking care of things that are plagues on society so it's like we're allowed to not feel guilty about rooting for a serial killer with Dexter. And, and then that's, that's, that's accomplished in part by this amazing voiceover where we get inside his head. We, he's talking to us. He's not just talking to himself. He's talking to the audience, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, uh, there's a great meme podcast meme where it's like uh, you see somebody sitting with a picture and like, like, this is what it's like to listen to a podcast where like you're not oh, really there. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah. 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 yeah, Like you're hanging out.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And I feel like that's kind of like us what we kind of get with Dexter a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You felt you, You've, you. he was letting you into his inner world in a way that a lot of shows don't. And that's because right. of the novelistic you know a voiceover you know we were right. seeing hearing his first person thoughts and again just because michael c hall's just so damn good um i, I mean I, it, it, if if it was if you even had even an inkling of liking a show like that you're going to fall in love with them you know right. if, if it's totally not you know like against your you know morals or your taste you know right. if you like serial killer stuff you're going to you're you'll most likely really like dexter um,
0: and then that brings us to the end of the actual series. Uh Laguarda dies. Deb uh dies as well. Um, Dexter decide. Dexter gets a girlfriend at the end of the show, and she's okay. I don't mind Hannah.
1: Yeah, she's like on- the actress. She's in um uh Handmaid's Tale.
0: Handmaid's Tale. She's great in that too. Yeah. Um, and so she kind of becomes like his sidekick in killing and. Um, and, but the thing that really, the two things that the show does that just kind of roll I roll my eyes a little bit at it, is like, we can't, oh, we're tired of, of carrying on with the, uh, stepkids. So we're just going to send them away and never hear from them again. So that's one mm-hmm. thing. Harrison's kids. He, he splits up. He splits up. Uh, what's her face? The the, the mom. What's her yeah. name? Um, uh, oh my gosh. Oh my um, God. Why am I forgetting the name? The, the mom. Uh, yeah. And they, and they say
1: it so many times. I know <laughs> um, Harrison's mom um, play, played by really uh, going to bother me played by who, the, the the woman. from
0: Dexter's wife? Well, I'm asking Google. Uh, Rita. <laughs> Rita. Thank you, Rita. The thank lovely you, Rita. Rita meter maid. Yeah, she was great. Rita uh, Rita's children get split up from Harrison after she dies, which is such a weird thing um and then he sends his son to go uh to to go with his i forget why i think maybe yeah. they thought he was gonna meet up with them or something i don't remember what it was but he dumps deb's body into the into the 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 bay where he dumped all his other victims and he drives it to a hurricane and then there's no explanation how he survives the hurricane and then we see him as a logger with like like he's, the voice is gone inside of his head and he's just not there anymore. Right. How did you think when you're watching all the different seasons of Dexter and you're wondering how this is going to wrap itself up, what did you think was going to happen to Dexter?
1: So I I think the original run of the series, you know, once it got past four, was just one missed opportunity after another and one bad road taken after another. Like I, I really thought they were setting it up you know, around season three and four for eventually like Deb to kind of take over the Dokes part. Mm. You know, where Deb would oh, still st- like like the sister would would it would be him versus her, at right. least at some point. And I You're and building i think to that building to that. And I, I assumed that, you know, somewhere he was going to get caught or he was going to get killed and she was going to bring him to justice or he was going to kill her, which I guess did happen, but not in the, not in the way it should have. I don't so remember th- how she died. Like she I, got he, shot. I, he, I thought he shot her, but to be a hundred percent honest, I, I like, I, I watched it. every single episode in season what was it, eight, but I, I don't remember hardly it's anything a blur. about it. Yeah. 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 Bad, bad dream.
0: Yeah. Ah, uh, so yeah, that that's a great point, man, and and it's true because again, it's been it, the Dexter is ancient for me now. It's been so long since I had seen it and hadn't revisited the series since I watched it the way I did. I will say there is some benefit. I did that with Breaking Bad. I watched Breaking Bad because I had seen that whole thing over the course of from two thousand eight to twenty thirteen, and then hadn't watched it until I think two years ago. I watched all five seasons, and it was such a glorious rewarding experience to like, watch that, that, that change. I don't think I would ever do that with Dexter and I don't really care to remember what happened at the end. All I know is I agree with you. It was building. It's the same thing. Hank Schrader versus Walter White, same, same thing. We were supposed to get that with Deb and instead, Deb kills LaGuardia. So it goes back to Deb that moment when Deb doesn't because here's the thing if had they gone into that final end game of Deb versus Dexter then it would have been it like instead he it said it's Dexter who kills Laguarda <laughs> in order to get away and then it becomes this cat and mouse game with De- Dexter's a vigilante yeah. and and Harrison is in has the custody of Harrison right I, know, so, I mean uh,
1: Honestly, yeah. those last, those whole last like three seasons felt like a giant elaborate practical joke on Jennifer Carpenter. So much so. <laughs> like,
0: so much so. And it just was not fair to do that to her and, and, and turn her into that, uh, into a, a, sort of a parody when she had been such a integral force. I mean, yeah, David Car- uh, Keith Carradine was on the show and he yeah, was yeah. great. I, mean, I do. Just- yeah,
1: I did. That was one thing in the, in that little run. I think that was season five. Maybe, maybe it was later. Yeah. He came at, he came after season, season five was okay. That
0: was yeah, yeah. the barrel, the barrel girls. Right, right. That was with Johnny Lee Miller. That was an okay season. It just, you know what it was? It was serious amount of diminishing returns. Every right. single season. It just kept getting worse worse and worse and worse and then we're left with this ending where Dexter becomes a lumberjack and everybody's like what a fucking cop out this is bullshit right. no way that they would ever do something like this in Game of Thrones that would never happen you know I mean what is it with really great shows that just don't know how to stick the ending because they're trying to just go somewhere do something different I mean look at what again To, to Breaking Bad is my yard, golden yardstick because what does mm. Breaking Bad do it does two things. It answers every single question. Yep. And it gives us what we want. It doesn't mm-hmm. care about trying to be edgy. It doesn't care about trying it is edgy. It doesn't care about being edgy. Right. Um, it doesn't try and go all like, you know, to these places that we're not expecting. It just it it that we literally get these two. 70 minute episodes, the final two episodes, the last those last three episodes, that trilogy of episodes, because the thing about uh, the thing about Breaking Bad is that the show actually ends in the third episode, the third to last episode. Mm. If you think about it, the show does not end in the final episode. Yeah, I know what you I see what you're saying. Osmond Diaz, the third to last episode when when Hank dies and Mm. they and they take over and they enslave Jesse. That's the end of the show that's when walter falls completely falls the final two episodes are actually an epilogue mm.
1: that's I, how I, you I, have
0: to look at the show I and see that. The, the epilogue is such a salve it it just wraps everything up walter white dies we don't feel bad about walter white dying it leaves mm. i frankly i love break uh, better call saul and i love seeing what happens after in the aftermath of 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 Walter White dying, but had we never seen another thing past that moment of Walter White dying, i I'm fine. I'm okay oh, yeah. with that. We're done. Totally. It's it's done. The show is done. Um, I like the the movie, the spin-off movie with Jesse. It was okay. now right. Uh, yeah, it was you know, it was fun. It was okay. fun, it was unnecessary, but it yeah, was yeah. okay. I enjoyed yeah. it. I'm glad Jesse it was it was a it was a movie about closure for Jesse. Absolutely. now now in what used to be an unprecedented move and it's slowly this is slowly changing we're starting to see revivals of tv you see it with Fuller. look at look at fuller house look at like just every show you could imagine bel-air now we got a chuck remake uh revival coming there you go like you just see all of these shows Justified. justified um the uh what's that show with uh uh the the guy and the girl um Brooke Shields is on it. No, not Brooke Shields. What is that show? God damn it. It was so popular uh, with the gay best friend. And there's four of them. Will and uh, Grace. Will, Will and Grace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just, they just they did
1: a revival. Yeah,
0: they did a revival. I'm saying revivals are super popular. So, in, so it used to be that like when a show was done, that was it. Nobody yep. was interested in revisiting. You never got a second bite at the apple. But now we're starting to get all of these revisits. Some of them are really fun. Some of them are really great. And some of them are like better to leave it alone. And some of them are like, OK, the ending was so bad that here is a chance to do things right. And in the case of Dexter, I really like what they do. They're not giving us a brand new show that's going to go on season for season. They gave us one more miniseries follow up season to sort of wrap things up, to, yeah. to sort of uh, put put it all to bed and. Th- let's begin there why did you how did you feel about
1: it so uh, overall i overall i liked it and I, I i think your analogy with uh breaking bad in the last three episodes being epilogue i think this was a whole season of epilogue basically right. for the I think for the I other show mm-hmm. I, I i think it's whole purpose for being um, was to uh, make up a little bit of that for the fans, and right. you know, get, give some actual real closure to the show. And one thing that I will say that I liked that they did is they didn't ignore the bad stuff. Like they they left the entire series canon and yes. went from there. And I think they did a pretty admirable job of you know pulling off a, you know a new show in a new setting. Um, they did
0: okay, so. They did leave the whole show canon except for one again, I'm sitting here wondering, what about Rita's kids? Dexter is the adoptive father of these two fucking
1: kids. Well, yeah, but the kid, just- even in the original show, I'm not saying it was a good decision to, to lose yeah. them, but by what was it, season eight, they were gone. Like, we, we that's weren't seeing That's what's
0: so, yeah. but it's just so crazy because they were such, they were very integral to the early parts of the season it was part of yeah. Dexter's double life. So when, they, when they're not being cutesy kids anymore, it's like, all right, send those kids off to the pasture. You know, like- <laughs> And it's just kind of like, but we're going to keep Harrison because Harrison's, I don't know, that I, I kind of, that just really irked me. So mm. that is the only element really that I would say is entirely ignored. Okay. Um, but yes, you're right. It is canon. And I do, listen, I I love anything that doesn't shy away from the good and the bad in, I mean, look at Cobra Kai. They have embraced every single Thing in 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 the history of that—that's the perfect example of a revival. Yeah. Uh, you know health. how people talk about reboots and revivals and recalls and remakes. Cobra Kai is the golden, golden triple platinum standard of how to take a mediocre, cheesy '80s sort of thing, not only bring it back, bring all the actors back, and just just and, give and us make, more. and make it better
1: in retrospect. I mean. Yes. I, I don't want to get you know too far into Cobra Kai again, right. but the but you know just uh um what's his name uh uh Terry Silver. I mean Karate oh. Kid three. I think we can pretty <laughs> much universally agree Karate Kid three is not a good movie. It's a clunker. And the, and and Thomas Ian plunker. Griffith for being good in other things is not good in Karate Kid three. It's a it's a pretty yeah. awful performance, and, and he's he's it's like sub, he's sublime in Cobra Kai. Yeah. And and in retrospect, it kind of fixes the performance there. Like just that one little line about cocaine, you know, and I was like, holy (laughs) shit. There he goes. He fixed the performance. It really
0: it really is. It's spectacular. It's it's truly spectacular. And um, so there is there is precedent for doing it and doing it successful. So Dexter tries to do this. You're right. The whole series has to be viewed as an epilogue. And we find Dexter in, um, you know, whatever, like in some other town from the logging town that he probably was in. That was like the beginning of it. And now he's right. made this whole life. Ten years have passed. Um, and, you know, he's got a girlfriend um, that who happens to be the town sheriff, which is kind of, you know, crazy. One thing that I kind of bl- blows my mind about Dexter, you would imagine that he would ha- have grown a big beard and dyed his hair like uh. Hmm. Right, yeah. like yeah, just yeah. straight up, like she, she prints up the photo of him, and it's yeah. like, oh, that's that's you know Jim Lindsay, like. You know, at least add another layer of con- of confusion where she has to take a
1: marker and color in the beard right, right, and- right, right. <laughs> to get. Because I, I I would imagine that there were some behind the scenes discussion about that, but at the end of the day, they're like, "Hey, we got Michael's, we got Michael C. Hall for ten episodes, and we're not going to put him in a beard and blonde hair." You know, I I, I, know- I bet I bet you money it came down to a production decision, you know, as opposed to creative. Probably, probably. In any case, um I would say it, it. But you're, but that doesn't diminish what you're saying. You're right.
0: In story, though, in story, for me, it adds to something that's always been. You know, Dexter's always followed the code to a T for the most part. He he's gotten a little sloppy. From yeah, the time yeah. To time the the don't series. get
1: caught. Yeah,
0: right. um The whole, but like you know, the, all the tenets of the code. There's the, no, but there's also a there is a level of hubris. To Dexter. Mm, it's, that's a good it's, point. He, uh, he operates in story. This creative decision works towards the advantage of the story in the sense that if you look at Dexter as a character of hubris in the sense mm. that he really doesn't think that he could possibly get caught, that he always thinks that he could get away. And it ties into the end because in the end, the right thing to do after doing the thing that you know, again, which he kind of has broken the code in the original series, but they make a bigger deal of it at the end of this show when he breaks his code. Instead of doing what's right and fully obeying the code, it's like, oh, yeah, the code that's but this is that's it's the convo- The code's not convenient for me. I okay. want to live. I want to escape. So it's really more about survival than it is about doing the right thing. Right, you know yeah. what I mean. So in that kind of way, we see that 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 there is like a side to Dexter where a it's he he comes from a place of hubris and he comes from a place of um survival, you know, always with survival. He talks about it. He talks about the the emotion of I wanted to die, mm. I, I didn't want to to be around anymore. I didn't want this life. Blah blah blah. So I drove into the hurricane, and I survived. He says, I survived the hurricane and I realized that you were never going to have a good life with me around. So it was better or he tells this to his girlfriend. So it was better that I just kind of like stayed out of my son's life and just started over, which is partially true. But I always thought and the reason why I hated the end of season eight so much was in my mind, I'm thinking you have a kid, Mm. you have a kid and you've abandoned your son. And that's just like not like. You know, and Dexter has d- displayed that he's not completely a sociopath. He's like, he has the ability to feel when he wants to. Mm. He has the ability to cry when he wants to. Um, so the whole like, oh, well, he's a sociopath. So, of course, he would just, you know, spurn his kid uh, you know, burn his kid, but that's not Dexter either. So it really comes off as like this really self-centered decision to abandon his child. And then sur- he survives and he just goes and lives in obscurity somewhere. It just, yeah. it never added up to me. It never added up for me until this series, when I'm realizing and seeing like, look at the hubris, look at the way that he sort of conducts himself and he's trying his best not to, um, you know, he's been, uh, I guess, um uh, uh, abstinent for 10 years, right? He hasn't murdered in 10 years, 10 years without an incident. And then something sets him off. And it's interesting how that white wolf is sort of, I guess, a symbol for Dexter Mm -hmm. in the sense of him being a wild animal free in the wilderness. And it mirrors what happens to Dexter at the end. Dexter gets shot to death by his son yeah, in the same way that, you know, so it's kind of that there's an interesting parallel there as well. Hey guys what's going on? It's Jeff. So I've decided to make a Patreon. What is Patreon? I don't know how to define a Patreon. Let me look it up. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it very easy for creators to get paid for the things that they're already creating. I want to do it full-time. I want this to be my full-time job. In my efforts to make that happen, I've set up this platform. Is it going to work? Is it going to be successful? I don't know. But I would rather try and crash and burn than not try at all. The goal is to create enough passive revenue so that I can continue to do this full-time, So you get to peek behind the veil. And believe me, there's a couple of choice pieces. Most of all, more than anything, whether you join the Patreon or not, I just wanna thank each and every one of you that comes to the channel, that watches all the shows, that leaves comments, that participates, that subscribes. That's really the most important thing. This is just trying to find a way to earn a living as an artist. And with that, thank you for my TED Talk. Join the Patreon, because we need you! 66 Cent. What didn't work for you in this new season?
1: Mm, um, so, I, I, this is kind of arbitrary, but, you know, at 10 episodes, I, I think it was an 8 episode of story. Um, so I, I, like I was totally into the first like two or three, um, I thought it kind of treaded water for a few and, you know, by the end I was like, ah, this should have been like, like two shorter. So it Happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in today's, you know, streaming world, there are lots of series that go on. So it's like, it's a chronic thing at Netflix, you know, just like, although this is Showtime, but still actually, um, it does bring up an interesting point about Showtime though. I, I can't think of any other network. That has ran so many long running shows into the ground, like, <laughs> shameless. like shameless, Shameless, uh, um, California Cation. Oh my uh, God, California Cation, big time! Uh, uh, I, I I was just thinking about this the other excerpt. night, and, I, and I, yeah, I thought of like six of them. You know, I okay, was like, go ahead. What are the other three? Oh, um, um. I, well, now I'm I'm blinking. <laughs>
0: Um, it's, it's interesting to, it's a, that is an interesting observation and it's true. What happens is they get something really good, like shameless, which went for, I think 11 seasons 11. should have ended in season seven. Yeah. Yeah. When, when, when Fiona buys the building and Monica dies Yeah. the show and they filmed that ending because they knew that the, they might not come back for season eight. Would it was the fine. perfect perfect <laughs> place to leave them everybody's in a good place yeah. and they choose instead they go on and on and on and just ran that show so deep into the ground um, all, all i can so figure sad. is like
1: showtime just must be a wonderful place to work for like is yeah. all because okay. the, their shows tend to go a long time. They tend to go way past their expiration date. Right. And I can't imagine that the creators of some of these shows are still like, oh, yeah, we're still on top. You know, they're just like, hey, right. It's, it's just such a wonderful it's, gig. It's I can't let it
0: Yeah, it's a paycheck.
1: We yeah. got to keep figure
0: out how to keep Dexter killing or how to keep uh, Fiona keeps fucking up her life, no matter how. <laughs> you know, it was so it was so wonderful to see Fiona, you um, pull herself out of the gutter to see Lip get sober and then see just as quickly Fiona loses everything and Lip relapses and it's just like why do we have to go there like why like you know it's so annoying like it's such a it's such a uh um it, it's just it's it's one of those things like oh well if he got sober he's got to relapse or like oh you know b- b- build herself she built herself up but we got to tear her back down because that's the gallagher way it's just so stupid to me i don't know yeah um so yeah so th- showtime definitely has this problem it makes me worried about yellow jackets but we'll talk about yeah, that in yeah, a second totally um,
1: yeah and the, 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 the other thing that uh, worked for me i i did like uh i did like clancy brown um i i i thought the character got a little short shifted at the end i expected a little bit more there as far as their uh confrontation uh didn't it felt anticlimactic for sure um and since we didn't get a big you know sen- since it was a quiet you know character moment send off it would have been nice to have a really climactic you know battle with the villain before that you know to give us that like payoff that oh yeah that's awesome you know and it just didn't have that it just kind of wrapped up he turned out to not be very formidable so
0: i First of all, I love Clancy Brown in everything that he is in. I love him. I loved him in this too. Mm-hmm. Loved his character. Loved him in this. Um, I thought there was such. I thought one of the biggest mistakes of Dexter, in general, it was um, the way that they sort of went back to like the serialized formula of the show. We mm. said this was an epilogue, right? Yeah, yeah. So the fact that wherever Dexter goes, he seems to stumble upon a serial killer is just so ridiculously stupid. Like the fact that there was a, a 25 year going serial killer right under Dexter's nose that whole time for 10 years, he was living there and girls disappearing from just suddenly sort of after only after he makes a murder, does he start to realize the, uh, the situation it just and he has like a whole underground bunker where he keeps the girls. <laughs> and it's just like it's just like, dude, so, what, are, so you, what you're making it sound like is that there are thousands and thousands of serial killers out there, like tens of thousands of serial killers, all in different communities, all doing their little thing th- thingy. That's what it, like the fact that in Iron Lake, that one of the most prolific serial killers of all time stumbles upon another serial killer. And you could say, Jeff, you know, you're taking it. Maybe you're 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 you uh, um uh, you're taking it too seriously or, or going, uh, you, you, you have to instill more of a suspension of disbelief. But it, this one, this was really hard for me. I, mm-hmm. I could not get, it was just one of those, you know, we're all different. Some people are okay with with details like that. Other people might not be able to overlook them. I could not overlook this fact, which, may, which leads me to my biggest critique of the entire season. Okay. It was a mixed bag overall. There were elements I really enjoyed. There were elements I did not. I loved Harrison. I loved the the whole Harrison thing. He was great. Um, What I would have rather seen instead of having Dexter do battle with another serial killer like he does in every show in every season, I would have rather seen him commit the murder. He kills Clancy Brown's son and then have him battle Clancy Brown the entire season, but just make Clancy Brown just like a psycho.
1: Yeah, like just like a avenging avenging his kid, but he's he's... exactly
0: he finds out, and just a cat and mouse game, and Dexter's Dexter's peaceful existence is uprooted by this mistake of killing, Mm -hmm. and make it like we don't need all this. Like again, I like the whole idea, like the runaway song, and you know that sort of thing was interesting, but Mm -hmm. like even like what he does, like you know he's like a he's taxiderming the girls, which is like pretty macabre. But I was just kind of like it, his 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 model of of murder was just so uh, vanilla. He yeah. dresses in white and shoots them as they run away. It's just yeah. so unbecoming unbe- of Dexter, worthy of a Dexter storyline. And so I was like, I'd rather him not be a serial killer. I'd rather him just be like a really rich, uh, strong-willed guy, which he is. He is mm-hmm. He's a rich, strong-willed guy who um, maybe does illegal things right? and just won't let it go and just won't let it go. And then it becomes a battle in a very small town between De- right under the sheriff's nose between Dexter and Clancy Brown, hmm. far more fascinating to me. So instead the series isn't focusing on Dexter being a murderer. Like forget that that dies with the show. Yeah. What, what unravels Dexter is this choice he makes at the very beginning of the show by killing this one guy because he kills a sacred wolf. Mm. He ends up unraveling and killing his life, uh, destroying his life because he returns to the murder. As long as he doesn't murder, he'll be safe. And then he kills the wolf that's makes him kill the guy. And then just just to relive his 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 uh his glory days, he does the whole thing. Same thing. Spiderweb's the thing, but then the entire series. And then obviously Harrison getting groomed and turning against him, Cobra Kai style. Right. Like you just it, it, it was just it was all there. And they just did not and then at the same time, I love seeing Angel Batista uh mm-hmm. again. And that whole the way that that pulled that thread pulled where we see him. It was like a very coincidental, but it was it was perfect to me. I was like, because that's how it would have happened.
1: Yeah, I just the only thing about the Batista thing, I I dug it all the way up until that very last episode. Even his last appearance, I was still into it, but I was like, did they set this up and to just not pay it off i mean i didn't need basita to be integral to the new story or anything but why did they not just pay it off a little bit in the last episode i was really enjoying it just the way that like she's slowly putting all
0: the dots together with the ketamine it's like it it just was it, it just it what they were building to in reality and again you know, if Dexter was going to die, I don't think he would die. I think he would like he should have. Like I said, cat and mouse battle with a non serial killer, Clancy Brown. And then he winds up getting
1: caught because yeah. of this whole thing with Batista yeah, yeah. and yada, yada, yada. And just end it that could, way. Just while you were talking about it, I, I could also see uh, him and Clancy Brown uh, going at it. Clancy Brown actually kills him and the son avenges him. Right. Right. Love that. That, that may, may, I, I mean, that doesn't exactly that. work with the character motivations they set up because, you know, they're trying to absolve the kid of that side of them. But I, I, anyway, I, I I think there could have been something interesting with that.
0: So more about that as well. I understand where they went. They basically wanted to say, look, you are not predestined for this and you're the source of my anger and that I'm actually OK but I kind of like they kind of set up way too much stuff of like dude born in blood, carries around a straight razor, wants to murder people, is yeah, already yeah, like yeah. creating these
1: situations. Like, look, just like stay the course. He's, yeah, he's obviously. I, I serial agree. Killer like they, they, they set it up too far to the serial right. killer route with him to pull back. And, and I felt like the pulling back on it kind of came a little bit out of nowhere in those last two episodes. Yeah, it it was
0: so unearned. And, you know, two things that really bothered me about Harrison and his relationship with Dexter thing. Number one, like they trying to fall into this normal state of domesticity. And I'm just like, no, Harrison is a kid from a broken circumstances who literally hitchhiked to get here. There's no way that he's just going to listen to Dexter when Dexter tells him to do something. He's like, fuck you. Where he does it a little bit. He does it a little bit? He's like, Well, you weren't around. But it's just like, if if my dad like told me to do any, I mean, even my dad didn't abandon me, I'm saying, like <laughs> I would still tell him to go fuck himself. But like, like if 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 my dad abandoned me and then tried to like be my dad just because I showed up at his doorstep, I'd be like, I don't think you get to set any of those rules. Fuck you. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's kind of like it, it the falling into the domesticity thing kind of uh, did not work for me, and then he gets enrolled in the school. I'm like, this kid wouldn't just get enrolled in the school, it's just too, too. Uh, I mean, it created a lot, it, it opened up the story in many different ways for, for, for the better, mm-hmm. but it just was too, like, oh, now he's on the wrestling team. It just was a little too, uh, no, didn't work for me, yeah. but but and the other thing, the other thing that that bothered me was. I was so frustrated that every time these guys were alone together, father and son, that like Dexter just can't fucking tell. Like Dexter has so much to answer for. Mm-hmm. And Harrison has so many questions. And there's just so many times where they just don't say anything to each other. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Like, you know, I get it. You're a fucking border. You're, you're mostly a sociopath. How are you going to be able to connect with your son? Blah, blah, blah. You can't talk. I, I get it. At the same time, I'm just kind of like we had to wait until episode nine to find out that for, for Harrison to find out that his father killed Trinity, something mm. that he had been talking like he just that bothered the shit out of me, dude. Um, So then I find that I found that very, very frustrating, which 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 kind of took me out of the season. Mm. Um, And then we're yeah, we're left with this this standoff. We're left with this. The final episode leaves a bad taste in my mouth as well. Okay. And it it does so it does so for this reason. Um Dexter Dexter really just goes so far out of character. He pulls a deb, he kills um this guy that he's known for 10 years mm. who uh what the name of the guy. Um I forget the, his name. The, the rest of the coach, the I cop forget coach. his name. Let's cop name. coach. Cop coach is good. Cop coach, he kills Cop Coach, and it is so out of line and out of character. And, you know, Cop Coach has a relationship with Dexter. He has a relationship with Harrison. And Dexter kills him just so that he can escape. And even I feel like pre, pre-revival, pre pre-New Blood, Dexter
1: would never do go to those lengths. He wouldn't yeah, do it. I don't it. think so either. He wouldn't do it. But but I I think maybe there's an argument to be made that, like, you know, he isn't the same person. And through the relationship with the kid, his desperation to get out is is greater than it would have been in, you know, the earlier seasons. So, like, I I think, like, the father-son connection that – that happened over the course of this revival season right. was the engine that was driving him. And, and in just a moment of sheer desperation, he killed this guy and he, and, and I, I think he did legitimately regret regret it. You yeah, know, I don't, I don't, I don't think it was a, he know, did.
0: A, yeah, he did. But, you know, at the same time, you know, what he says to Harrison just really sums it all up. He's so mm. desperate to be with Harrison and Harrison goes, wait, what happened to co- uh, uh, cop coach? And he's like, I killed cop coach. And it's just like it's like it's like you could see how inconvenienced Dexter is by even having to have this conversation right now. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, yeah, oh, my I- God, we got to get fucking going. And yeah, what's yeah. so interesting is literally in a span of 10 minutes, he doesn't even realize that this is like this is his final day on Earth. He's about mm-hmm. to be murdered. And he welcomes it. And he goes from wanting to live and run away in the course of a 10 minute conversation with his son to being like, yeah, okay, kill me. That's cool. Yeah. And it just, it, it, all of it just felt so displaced. And then like, at least Harrison should have become a fucking killer. He should (laughs) have become a dark passenger and
1: drove off into, we got no epilogue for that either. Right. right, And man, maybe he, he does, but um i like i agree i agree with you um and, and, but i i i think it was like the the final turn was rushed into and i know yeah. i just said that the series should have been shorter but like that like that change that arc should have happened long it should have been set up better and it should have yeah but but i think it was a fine resolution i just think the execution of it was off i i would have i would have accepted the the i would have accepted
0: the resolution. would have accepted the resolution a lot easier if we if if that took a whole episode to get to that point
1: yeah yeah exactly it really felt like i mean and honestly for a minute there it felt like i was watching you know like an 80s uh drama where just in the third act hey we have to wrap it up so this person's got to be do this so they do this you know and you know i would have been i
0: really 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 would have been okay with everything if we had gotten two more things after that like let's say that everything goes down the way that it does Mm
1: -hmm. i
0: would have i would have said i would have let it all go had we a gotten to see a final batista scene to wrap up batista (laughs) right which i bet you they shot maybe they cut it or something because it was so weird to have yeah it was because it
1: really it really felt like they were building to something like something that had to have paid off at some point
0: yeah anyway yeah um and I loved the interactions at the end where she catches him like that was good stuff too and it mm-hmm. just that's what the focus of the story should have ended up being at
1: the end and then and he did gets extradited. Not to get off on a tangent, but did you were you did you watch the Shield at all? I never watched okay. the Shield. Well, Everybody told me, to yeah, you'll you'll love it. it. But what I got some re- in the last two episodes, I got some really heavy like last season of the Shield vibes when the interesting the interrogation stuff. You know, okay but but anyway, I won't okay. go too into it cuz you haven't seen it but No I have not seen it. Yeah, um I, I highly recommend it. I I will def I'll get to it at some point uh for sure. Um the, the and that's that's pre that's Kurt Sutter, right? Yeah, Kurt Sutter pre Sons of Anarchy. It, I love it's, Sons it's, of Anarchy. I like Sons of Anarchy too, but uh, uh Sh- shields a whole other level. I am definitely going to check out The Shield at some point. Yeah. Um
0: the other part, the other thing that we needed in addition to the Batista scene was I needed to see Harrison I needed to see Harrison in a new place set up life for himself either as a serial mm. killer or as just like being okay and like yeah, just yeah. going off. Like or like, like you know, going going
1: somewhere. He's okay, but there's like a there's like a hint of yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That that would have like you seen him on a college campus or yes whatever. Anything, and, and just anything. you know eyeballing somebody and like You know, ready? How about this? Let's write it right now. Super quick.
0: Harrison winds up on a college campus in a criminology forensics class. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Lear- right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, how much better are you like, oh, like, that's it. You don't even have to have, like, a, a little twist on, on the internet. No, of that. No, just not have at, all. Him at the, Have him learning. And it's like, which way is he going to go? Is he going to become a cop? Or yeah. is he going to be using this for nefarious purposes? Oh, uh, yeah. I
1: even see how it's shot. You know, they start on the professor. The professor's yep. doing his thing. And it just goes into yep. this really long push into an extreme close-up on Harrison. Yep. And then, bam, cut to black.
0: <laughs> okay. Actually, I changed my mind. I have one little a- – at. One little flourish okay. I'll add to that, and that's you're right. And you know what that professor would be talking about? He'd be talking about something in the relation to serial killers, or oh, totally, um, yeah, you know, talking about blood. He'd be talking about blood splatter patterns, obviously, because that's what Dexter's dad was was all about. But in his pocket is still the straight razor, and he's playing with it. Mm, How about okay. that? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Good or bad, that that is just like that. Straight Raiders is a part of him. It was also really nice to see John Lithgow for a second. That made me geek the fuck out. I was yeah, like, yeah. Yo, they did bring him back. Um, So, and that really, and that's it. And I, yeah. you know, again, if they never do anything with Dexter, like, or I should say, Harrison.
1: I'm totally, I, I don't really care. I'm, I'm yeah, me at that point me too. I, I doubt um, seriously they will, but I, I'm sure it's been discussed, but. I'm sure they, they left it. Well, they left him alive.
0: So, yeah. you know, uh, one last thing that I will say uh, where I thought Harrison's arc was going, I thought Harrison had some, some sort of revenge because we find out, and it's never explained really, Harrison knew that his father killed the son. He was watching the whole thing happen. From Mm. behind the bushes in the final episode, we see a shot of Harrison watching Dexter murder uh, Matt, the son of Clancy Brown. So he knew that his dad was a killer that whole fucking time. Mm. And I always I the other I thought because he had the straight razor with him that maybe and I kept thinking there's going to be he's going to turn on Dexter or he's going to end up being the, the big bad. How crazy oh. would it have been if Harrison yeah, 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 was, uh, was a serial killer, too? See, there there you go. There's your serial killer. Cool. How about that? Okay. what? Sorry. <laughs> One final thing, uh, and we're going to wrap this up. How about if De- uh, Harrison comes to town? Dexter never murders anyone. He doesn't murder Matt's son. Harrison oh, finds yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Harrison yeah, yeah. has a killing problem. Dexter's trying to cover up all of Harrison's
1: mess throughout the of entire yeah. season yeah 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 and he, totally and, different show but i could i could totally see different
0: show yeah, harrison yeah. kills harrison kills matt um harrison kills matt yeah uh the son of clancy brown and then clancy brown uh uh, t- uh takes it out on dexter who he thinks is the murderer because he's protecting his son who' who is the actual murderer such a better th- I mean like there you go like that yeah, yeah, writes yeah. itself totally. over 10 episodes and yeah, then I it ends with Dexter getting caught to he's Dexter sacrifices himself gets caught so that his son can go free and live by the code. He gives his son the code. So the son is never redeemable in terms of being a serial killer, but he gives his son the tools to change his ways of being a serial killer. And then we cut to that final scene in college where he's taking the courses because he's learning how to be a better serial killer, playing with the straight razor in his pocket. Boom, Signed, sealed, (laughs) delivered. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch that. Um, I, I want to thank uh, DJ Horton so much for uh, coming on the show and discussing Dexter. He will return in the very near future to discuss the final season of Yellow Jackets. So the stay tuned. The first season of Yellow Jackets. Sorry. The fir- That's what I meant to say. What did I say? I think you said final. Yeah, I meant to say the first season of Yellow Jackets, another Showtime show. So stay tuned. All of uh, Jay's uh, links are in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to his channel. He's a phenomenal channel. uh, Just killing it on the content. Uh, He's also making a movie and he's going to be doing a crowdsourcing campaign for it. What is that movie about real
1: quick? Sure. It's a craving. It's a horror movie, crime thriller. It's about a group of uh, heroin addicts. Uh, The drug deal goes wrong. Uh, They end up in a kind of a hostage situation in a roadhouse bar where they're besieged by the cops. And uh, as they're going through withdrawal, uh, it turns out one of them, we don't know which one, is a monster and will turn. And that's love it. the so you know, kind of American werewolf in London, a little dog day afternoon, a little from dust till dawn. I would say a little from dust till dawn. I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. I love it.
0: I this is great. I can't wait for the kicks to the Indiegogo campaign. I will know I will be kicking in to support the creation of this content. So make sure you keep your eyeballs around for craving. Uh, that will be coming out. I want to thank, um, I, I want to thank the Jay Horton again. And one last thing we forgot to do we are sponsored by riotstickers.com. Um, make sure that if you need stickers, you need to go to RiotStickers.com. independently owned company, um, Sharpie riot. He's great. We're doing a special deal only available through the From channel. Normally this is $59, but for your band or your film or your project, whatever it may be for 29 50, that's 50% off. You can get 53 inch by three inch stickers. That's nine inches of, uh, uh, nine square inches of, of real estate. Uh, for you to put your logo and you can get that 50% off with the promo code from us right there. That link is down in the description as well. Click on that link. Go in. Uh, I'm going to play us out with the uh, video for riotstickers.com and uh, I'll see you in a moment. Mr. Horton. From.